podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Many of us are fascinated with the ins and outs of trading and would love to know how we could get in on the money. However, it looks a bit difficult and daunting and some of the services provided to teach you, we don't trust them. We're not trying to get finesse out of our socks. However, have no fear because we have demo balling for you. They provide exclusive private subscription services for people interested in trading the Forex markets. That's for those who don't know, that's foreign currencies. You can make a quite a bit of money if you know what you're doing and Demo Balling are the perfect platform to help you with that. So for like stuff like order flow, technical analysis, market analysis, micro and macroeconomic fundamentals, live trading sessions, trading psychology. They all sound like Arabic to you, but trust me, it will make sense. So the best place to find out even more information is going to demoballing.com. So that's demo-ballin.com. Also check them out on Twitter, at demoballin, and on Insta, at, dem- at demoballin. And if you do um, contact them, let them know that I sent you so they can make me advertise on them all. So we, it's win-win for all of us. Hello and welcome back to episode 26 of the Dishonomics podcast. I'm borrowing Mina again because quite a lot of people had questions with regards to the job sector so we're going to run it back again so this time what we're talking about today we're going to talk about how to go about getting a raise in your workplace um promotions and negotiations okay so what do you want to start with first um okay we can start with how to get a raise because i find that a lot of people don't know how to ask or don't think they need to ask Mm. um Number one, I think I've I think I've always asked for a raise in every job I've had. After like after after how? I graduated and like yeah okay so when you're in the job how long were you in the jobs on average before you asked for a raise? To be honest, most times okay so like you can either ask at interview because you know sometimes when you go for a job they'll say it's paying between thirty five and forty k mm. and then you know oh it depends on your experience that's like the best time to negotiate so the starting point yeah. Um, so that's 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 what I have done previously but also when I'm in a job and if I feel like I'm doing a lot of work mm. or if I look back at my job description and I'm doing way more I'm gonna you know mm. ask like what's what's next like what's mm. happening mm. because I feel like I need more money I'm doing more mm. um, most times you always get approached by a recruiter who has a same job that's offering more mm. Um, and that's just the best time to kind of look into what you want and what you need financially. Okay, so like how, so the, you obviously know the process of about how to go about for a raise. So yeah. for the listeners, like how, what, how, what is the correct procedure to go for a raise? Okay, so first of all is timing. You cannot really ask for a raise if you're on probation, number one. Yeah, they're If you're coming in late, if you're being annoying, you're not going to get no raise. Mm. If your department is like using bank staff i mean temp staff a lot you kind of need to weigh up there probably isn't any money for it so you kind of need to be doing well very well like if you're always getting um if you're always getting good feedback from Mm. your managers about how you know you've done so well etc etc 
you know mm. that's when that's when you're like good it's going well yeah just kind of read the situation um and the process would be to email your manager i would also include anyone who might be important so just say your managers your director or head of department etc mm. i would include them and just say um that you need to speak to them regarding your personal development you um you could say that i i want to talk about getting a pay rise because at least that way you need to give them a heads up you don't mm. want to have a meeting and you haven't spoken to anyone and the reason why i'd want you to include anyone else is because sometimes managers can deflect this is what i have done by saying i have to speak about this i'll come back to you kind mm. of thing and then it could take a while so if you've put people in the email who are important and who are a part of that decision making you've kind of like given them the heads up so they can come in the meeting by telling you we've already discussed this and yes or no etc so so wait, wait just, just to clarify so when you send that email what are the type of things you're including are you including your reason reasoning for getting a raise or just the fact that you want to have this discussion i would say just that you want to have discussion yeah. in regards to personal development yeah um, you can say that I've come to the point now where I need to reassess mm. my salary here mm. and I'd really like the opportunity to speak to you about it let me know see your availability etc and they can either say we ain't meeting you <laughs> or they'll say yeah okay we'll set up a meeting for next week etc mm. so some companies have like what's called a personal development plan mm. when they you'd have certain targets etc if you don't have that then you need to always refer back to your job type your job description mm. if you I always say hold on to your job description because that's how you can show you know how you have been progressing mm. any emails any good feedback you've gotten at work hold on to them use them because mm. when you go into that meeting you need to be able to say I've done you've told me I need to do 10 reports a week and I've been averaging 15 a week mm. and if you're two in two people's jobs you know you can just say I'm saving you this certain even if you've got extra hours as well of course we'll stay in coming in early staying late it's all a part of who you are as an employee and that meeting not you kind of need to you kind of need to sell yourself saying yeah. you know, I'm putting a lot into it because the thing is employees have invested time and money into you and really good managers know that if you're unhappy if you're underpaid you will not perform you'd be coming in late you'd be lazy you know you wouldn't be active and it's so long to hire someone and then retrain them to meet the company's culture mm. when they've had when they have you already it's actually just a lot easier to just give you a pay just give you your little 10 percent, yeah. your 20 percent that yeah, will because, make you because, happy because more time anyway they don't have to pay the person the same wages as you and the, co- and the cost of recruitment and also the time lost between the recruitment procedure getting them in and training so yeah, yeah it does make sense because especially if you're working if you're in a role where you're not in a big team if you leave, it's your manager that will do your job. Yeah, and then, you know, we've got time. And then if they do go out to hire, it might be hard for them to hire because the money they were paying you, no one's on that. Mm. So one thing that you need to do is research the salary that you want and stick to it. Okay, so where's the best places? I know Glassdoor's one. I like Glassdoor because you can actually just put in your job title and they would be able to tell you um, other companies and what they are paying. Even your own company, I swear. You're paying some averages yeah, for your own company. Yeah, yeah, but it's... You know, it's always down to experience mm. at the end of the day True. and performance. But still, you need to be able to say, you know, know our competitors going. are paying this much and that much. And I have been approached by recruiters. That's my favorite line. Mm. I've, I've been re- approached by recruiters, you know, who are offering me 
5k more than mm. what I'm being paid now but I always say your pay rise should be like a minimum 3k to your basic mm. sometimes employees can say we can't up your basic but we can give you when I worked in recruitment it was like we'd give you we'd, we'd up your commission mm. percentage which I, for me they end up paying me more yeah, they end up paying me more. But sometimes they'll say we can increase your annual leave, or we can. That's if fair. your issue is, um, if your issue is you are paying more on travel, we can just get you a travel card, etc. So you kind of need to know what exactly what you want and mm. stick to it. So you can say, I need at least four k more on my basic salary, mm. etc. Some people can go on and say, I want you to pay for my master's. And some companies will do that. But the thing is, with education, is you, have to stay. you have to stay for at least a year afterwards. Or worse, to pay it back. Or pay, or pay back the fees. And yeah. it's just not even worth it sometimes. you just want, If you want the money, stick to the money. Know yeah. your number, whatever it is, and stick to it. But you always need to... Um, another thing I say is that you've got to make sure the conversation is, com- is positive. You don't want to say... You know, I need this money, otherwise I'm gonna leave. Bear man out on my case and LinkedIn my mailbox is full. You don't know. You don't want to have that conversation because you're gonna kind of look like you're not really a team player. You want to be like, you know, I love working here. I love the culture. I can see myself here for another five years. But where I'm going, I need more money, and this this is what the market is paying. I want to feel like I'm valued. Mm. That's the kind of conversation you need to have. You need to keep it really, really positive. Uh, also, um, I would always look in the jobs market, even if you're not like trying to get a new job, but it's always good to see how things develop because your role may require X things in January 2017, but mm-hmm. by January 2018, your what is required for your role might change yeah. and people might be offering way more. So it's always good to have a look on recruitment pages and LinkedIn and see what people are being paid for the role you're doing because yeah. otherwise you might just get caught slipping where you, you realise that you're being underpaid by five, five, six k and that's when these type of conversations happen yeah Yeah, exactly so and if you do get a no then or it's like you know right now tight some people they always say it's the financial year Mm -hmm. you know we have to wait till april etc etc then you kind of just have to go back again email again saying thanks for the meeting today can you just come back to me with your points in terms of the feedback so what Mm -hmm. do i need to do to To get it you don't want it to be like okay cool i'm gonna look for another job you want it to be like um what do i need to do so that i can work on it you you know give them that and let them come back to you on that and then see you can you can i am if you're unhappy at work you should always be looking for other jobs Mm. but you kind of need to be careful that you don't get caught looking for another job Mm. some employers that's just a big no Mm. you know you're not being a team player at all um, if you do get a yes, you know, that's something we can do. Again, you need to make sure you have like an email. Because I've had people who have accepted offers, but your offer don't start for another six months. Didn't you know? Like they don't know that. Mm. So you kind of need to make sure you know, okay, I've accepted the offer. When is the pay going to come in? Because yeah. you could be told, oh, the next, you know, after this quarter, mm. then it'll come in. Which is like three months time, no. You don't want that. You mm. want to know the date you're going to get the offer and then you should be able to sign it, send it back and then you've got that record for yourself. Okay, so that's um, awesome for pay rise. What about, um, what's the other one? 
promotions. Promotions. So is it a similar yeah. procedure? Yeah, I think promotions are a similar procedure, but it's a bit different because pay rise, you're asking for more money for what you're already doing. But mm. promotions, you might just want to go into a different role. Mm. Promotions, it's not really that difficult, but at the same time, sometimes employers feel like it's better to hire someone who's already doing that job. Just yeah, say you're yeah. like an accounts payable or something and they want an analyst, mm. but you've been working on spreadsheets and you've been doing it, mm. but you know it pays a lot more and they actually might want someone direct from another company who's already been doing that so when it comes to promotions you just have to kind of show that you can do that job mm. um, and you know you're more dedicated to the team if it comes up sometimes employees do internal first internal applications mm -hmm. so you can talk to your manager about applying for the job and say you know in terms of my personal development this is where I want to go this is the career that I want mm. Um, and speak to them, kind of gauge what they say. If they say, yeah, apply for it, we'll interview you for it, and, mm. you know, the best person wins. Kind of, kind of, it, it, is, it does kind of work in that way. Um, but with promotions, if you feel like you're constantly being missed for a promotion, you definitely need to get some feedback as to why. Why, yeah. As to why. Um, I had a girl at my current trust who, before I was joined, she had applied for, like, every promotional job but she wasn't getting it and she applied for my role too and obviously didn't get it but apparently it's because she applies for every single thing that's above her we're all in obviously a HR team but there's different elements to it so she's applying for everything whereas you kind of want to make sure that you've got your like you've got your path that you want to mm. go down you don't want to just be applying for everything that's available mm. that pays more than what you're on mm. you don't want that so it's a good that's a good conversation to have with your manager with mm. and get some feedback whether you know if they feel like no you're not really there yeah okay what do i need to do do i need to do some more training can mm. you support me on that can you put me on this excel course or mm. etc that's you kind of need to ask and see mm. and, you know because if your employer is not supporting you that's a perfect reason to say this um, company is probably not for me and yeah and then you go back to their values or whatever they whatever they've put on their website in terms of what they do for their employers you need to kind of see is that what i'm getting mm. if not i might need to bounce yeah okay and finally you're talking about um negotiating salary so we kind of touched on that earlier so let's say um, i've gone for a job and they've got offered a uh, salary range between 30 and 40k mm. usually where you land on that spectrum it depends on how much experience and skills you have yeah so like how would you go about um, go, um what's it called negotiating because obviously some people are nervous about this because let's say it's final stage and it's between them and somebody else they will mm. say they may want to come in a bit lower to kind of help them secure the job but that might be undercutting themselves yeah and that's like, so what undervalue themselves mm. a lot because if you've gotten to the point where you've got a job offer, mm. you've the ball's in your court. Mm. So if the job is something like you don't really get paid for, you get like paid to thirty five yeah, or something yeah, sure. like that. Um, some companies are like, oh, if you don't have certain experience, you're gonna start on the bottom and work your way up every year. You go up by a k, one k, or two k. Um, but you, it depends. Number one on what you're earning at the moment, and mm. you might have to produce a payslip. Is it? I've never had to do that. Yeah, sometimes you have to produce a payslip. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, if it was me, I'd be like, I need to see a bank statement to see what you're on. I'm trying to imagine you're You're such but, a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm good at my job. But, um, yeah, so it depends on what you're earning. Mm. Um, things you can put. I say things like, 
I used to just be like, I live in Creighton. I don't live in Creighton. But I'm like, I live in Creighton. I live, I live in Zone 5. So I need to get a Zone 1 to 5 travel card. I've got to take that into it. Mm. So, you know, and when the more you earn... I remember my first job that paid. Mm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be getting money. When that tax hits you. Yeah. So you got to take that tax into account as well. Always, I, I recommend whatever side you're quoted, go on. Type, just Google income tax calculator. Yeah. If you're doing student loan, make sure you click the student loan box as well so you don't get caught slipping. And actually work out how much you're getting yeah. um, per um, after tax. And also remember, when you're looking between jobs, also think about how much hours you're putting in because some jobs are 37.5 hours some jobs are 40 hours mm. so if one job is offering you 1k more but you'll be spending 2.5 hours per week more mm-hmm. it may not be as worth it if you look at it after tax yeah. or some jobs you're gonna, work, gonna end up working considerably more hours than in the next job yeah you got because really and truly if you know how much hours you're roughly working you want to be working out how much you're getting paid per hour yeah you need to properly work it out even traveling because some mm. people if you're traveling you know an hour there and an hour back that's like two hours of a day yeah on, that's including work that's, so that's like an extra day you're working so you want to so. be working from the time you wake from the time you start your commute to the time you get home and you want to be working out per hour so that way you kind of tell like what job is more value for your money well yeah. for the money you're receiving exactly yeah. that and then um you when you are negotiating your salary you just have to be confident mm. have your number and say look i'm looking for forty-five thousand. that's what i need to be comfortable that's what i need to be able to ensure that i can work here for the next two three years comfortably mm. you know with my added benefits whatever you have sometimes it's harder to negotiate with recruiters because they've been given a set amount that mm. this job is worth yeah, yeah. and if you're saying no they're gonna have to go back and try and get it but then again with sometimes with recruiters as well the more if they get to negotiate your salary goes higher they get more, more money yeah so it's, win-win situation. So it's in their benefit as well mm-hmm. but um if you're going if you're in like a direct situation direct with the company just Find out from the market what the value is or what you need to be doing and find out about the culture as well because like um, you've said Ayo, if you're going to have to be working till 6 but you're, the hours are 9 to 5, mm. you're doing a lot more so you need to be valued. Don't just accept the first one well, yeah. unless you're desperate yeah. for a job. Yeah, obviously. But if was, you're desperate, you should. Yeah, 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 it's all situational basis. So yeah, that's it really. Yeah, but so. just, uh, yeah I would just say keep it positive. Just keep it like, look, I really, really want this job, but I really need 45. I'm mm. so sorry. I can't, I really can't take anything less. And I hope that you can come back to me with mm. an offer. Mm. Most times they can. Mm. Most times they can. We always underpay people. So most times <laughs> we can actually just say, yeah, let's just get this person mm. in. And especially if you're um, in a situation where I can start within a week or my references are good, etc. Mm. Sometimes you can use that as leverage as well. You can say, look, I really like this job. Um, I week. really need 45k. I'm happy for you to contact my employer now and get a reference to see, you know, to just give you that kind of security mm. that I'm going to be good, but I need the money, etc. And don't be afraid to jump as well. I've jumped from. Same. I've jumped. I've jumped mm, high. I've been jumping. Yeah, if, as long as you can do the job, then you can jump. You mm. can jump higher. You can go a lot higher, especially to like you're just getting a new job you can go 5k you can go 10k higher even it's when you're in the job already and you're asking for a pay rise you're not just going to get 10k added to your basic like that mm. okay well thank you so where can people contact you if they want to learn more um so you can you can tweet me or dm me at mina d is your dms even open they are open i've had people dm me and okay. i've replied okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you can and um i'm happy to help out what about email wise 
No, they must DM me first. Okay, no, so not everyone has Twitter. Exactly. So you can, <laughs> you can uh, email me at Mina, D A W U T E H R at gmail.com. Okay, and um, if if you don't want to email me now, Burning bridges, niggas acting up. She on my body like I'm tied up. I ain't seen nobody bad as hard. I ain't seen nobody bad as hard. I'ma get this money, I'ma grab it up. I've been stacking, I've been stacking. Just wait till I pattern up. Pattern up. Flip this money, then we stack it up. Burning bridges, niggas acting up. She on my body like I'm tied up. I ain't seen nobody bad as hard. I ain't seen nobody bad as hard. I'ma get this money, I'ma grab it up. I've been stacking up. Social Podcast Network.